0: for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I am your host Tabitha and it's such a pleasure to have your ear today. On today's episode I have a very special guest. So I don't know if you guys listened to a previous episode that I had where I was basically talking about like being complacent with the podcast. So I made a goals list and my list for this month for the month of July was to ask certain people to be on the podcast and I kid you not, Shay was one of them. <laughs> so to have you on the episode just means so much. I feel like, yes, I crossed off some per- a person off my list. And it happened organically because I was going to reach out to you, but you reached out to me first, which was nice. Um, yeah. And the way I know Shay, guys, is from my old church back in Tampa. Um, we met because you were conducting a small group. We mm-hmm. met every Tuesday and we covered, um, a topic that neither of us can remember for six weeks, <laughs> but throughout that time, I learned so much about not only God and my relationship with God, but it was nice to connect with you because you are, you remind me of myself in the sense of like you're private and you mm. only, people only know things about you that you decide to share with them.
1: And I absolutely really
0: love that. I think that's what like, like, I was in awe. It's like, oh my God, like, it's like an adult version of me. So um, to even have you on the podcast means a lot because what we'll be talking about today is super vulnerable. And, you know, it's just not something anybody would really know. So I'm really, really excited. And um, the topic of our episode today is forgiving when necessary, but not when you want to. So Shay, could you walk me through your process of forgiveness? I believe you had to forgive someone recently. Um, and just like, tell me about that. And we could just have the conversation from there.
1: So recently I have been talking to God a lot about a lot of things and he woke me up early one morning and he was, we were talking and he said, you have to forgive them. And I was like, who? Because <laughs> in my mind, I have forgiven everybody. I've walked through this several times. So I've forgiven everybody. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, Your husband. And I was like, oh, that's easy. I can, you know, we'll do that. And then he said, Your dad and your stepmom. And I said, huh? Mm. Uh no he said yes (laughs) so which is funny because that Monday morning I was supposed to go to work and that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode but I was supposed to go to work and I did not have access to the things I needed so my principal was like well just stay home and I'll call you when we're ready so I was like well let me call my husband and do the whole forgiveness thing out of obedience so I'm thinking this is going to be easy I got this so I call him and um said hey I was just calling because I want to let you know I forgive you now what I didn't expect is the dialogue went along with that and he said you forgive me and I say yes I forgive you for the abandonment. I forgive you for the neglect. I forgive you for the belittling. I forgive you for not putting me first. I forgive you for and all of these things just start coming up. And as they were coming up and coming out, I started to cry because I didn't know all. I didn't know all that stuff was still in me. And the next part of that was, and I want to say I'm sorry. Hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be forgiving you. Why am I apologizing? So the next part of that was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I ever hurt you. I'm sorry if I ever made you feel not worthy as a husband and or a man. I'm sorry. So then it flipped to where I was apologizing to him and it was silent. Wow, And as the tears just streamed down my face, I felt a sense of relief. Hmm. And when we were talking, well, when I was talking, he was listening. And at the end, he said, thank you. Thank you for your forgiveness. Wow. And when he said that, it was something I felt like it shifted on the Mm. inside of me and I'm not going to say everything magically disappeared right but what I am going to say is in that moment things seemed to be put in the place they were supposed to be in which was my past Mm. so I was no longer Mm. living in that moment so I told him I said um I told him you know I talked to God about it and he told me that I needed to do this I said, but however, there's a second part to this. I got to forgive my dad. Now, my husband and I, we've been on and off for 20 plus years. We've been married for 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling him, uh, so he knows that, that daddy issue and that, and that daddy um, that story. So he was like, are you ready for that? And I said, I'm not ready, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Here's what God told me to do today. So I hung up from him and I tried to call my dad, but I couldn't find the strength because I wasn't ready. Like we talking about 40 years. So I wasn't ready. We're talking about at least 38 of them. I can remember 34 of them that I'm very vivid about. I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. He was my daddy. I felt like he's supposed to come to me. He's supposed to make it better. That's his job. He's the dad. Right. So I send him a text message because, you know, that's our <laughs> new way of communicating, escaping a lot of things that way. We can just send a quick text message. Right. So
0: yeah.
1: I send this text message and I'm like, um, Dad, in my time with God this morning he told me I needed to forgive you. And I want you to know, matter of fact, I'll read it to you verbatim. Um, Because I I don't want to, I don't want to, again, if I'm going to share this, I want to share it correctly.
0: Yay, I love that. Thank you.
1: So You're welcome. So I said, good morning, dad. And my time with God this morning and after talking to him, I need to forgive you for everything I've held on to that I felt was my truth. I didn't say it was the truth, but what I felt was my truth. Mm. I said, dad, I forgive you. I forgive you for leaving me. I forgive you for not loving me. I forgive you for abandoning me. Daddy, I forgive you for not being there for me when I needed to cry or needed to be built up. Daddy, I forgive you for not teaching me how to be loved by a man. Daddy, I forgive you for not fighting for me. I forgive you for forgetting about me. I forgive you. Daddy, you was my best friend. So I forgive you for dropping me. I forgive you for not making me a daddy's little girl. I forgive you for not checking on me. I forgive you for all the hurtful things that you said that I carried over the years that kept me from growing. I forgive you for me waiting on you and you never showed up. I forgive you for not telling me you miss me or you love me. I forgive you for not coming to either of my three graduations. I forgive you for never telling me that you were proud of me. I forgive you. I forgive you for it all. I love you and the good memories we share as a small child I will cherish forever and you will forever be in my heart and please tell your wife I forgive her too. So as I'm typing that, I start crying uncontrollably. Oh my God, Shay. So I'm um, typing.
0: My, I'm like, I was fighting back tears. <laughs> so I can't so imagine. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm typing through tears. And if you've ever tried to look at anything through tears, you know, it's, it's a hard thing yeah. to do. So at the end, I just, I lost it. Yeah. I think I've cried for the 40 years that I heard it. Wow. I, and I said heard it and I'm an educator. I shouldn't have said that. But for <laughs> the 40 times that, 40 years I was hurt. Um, I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried to the point like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I laid down, I sat up, I walked around to try to stop the client. Mm-hmm. And as I sat on the edge of my bed and I cried, I heard God say, this is the last time you're going to cry about this. And I cry some more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I cry some more. So I looked at my phone and he had texted me back immediately. And he was like, I need you to call me. I don't like texting. So when I got myself together, I called him. and. He said, hello. And I cried again. And I cried to the point that I could not, I couldn't control it. Like I can tell I was emptying. Mm-hmm. So that's something about forgiveness that I learned. When you really forgive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's the emptying process. You're taking that stuff out of places it shouldn't be. So he allowed me to cry and he said i need you to breathe and i kept crying and i kept trying to breathe but i couldn't yeah. at 40 you feel like you'll have that under control not when god is doing whatever he's doing yeah when he's pruning you <laughs> so i was still crying and he said i need you to breathe so the third time He said, I cried for about four minutes. Mm -hmm. And he told me at least three times, you know, not back to back, but he kept telling me he needed me to breathe. And he said, I need you to get yourself together and breathe. So I took a deep breath. And when I took that deep breath and when I exhaled, like literally blew it out, I felt it leave my body. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a couple seconds and he was like, you okay? And I said, I think so. And he said, you're gonna be fine. And we had a whole adult conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: He understood my truth, what I felt, but he didn't explain to me the things I pointed out in the text message.
0: Yeah.
1: So not only... Was I not ready to forgive him and or have the conversation? He was waiting for me. So if I kept holding on to the unforgiveness of all of those things, I would have never been able to have that conversation with him about those those things that hurt the most. Like we over the years tried to build a relationship, but it will always go back to that that hurt. It will always go back to you left me. It'll always go back to I was your only child that graduated for a while and you didn't come to my graduation. Not only did you not come to my high school graduation, you didn't come to my undergrad graduation. Not only did you not come to my high school graduation and my college graduation, you didn't come to my grad school graduation. Like, aren't you proud of me? And I held on to that. So to be able to get that all out, it allowed me to be proud of myself because being a teen mom and was told that I would never graduate high school, to have graduated three times was a big accomplishment for me. And I wanted my dad to be a part of that. And he wasn't. But I think back to if he was there, like I wanted him to be there, maybe I wouldn't be who I am today.
0: Mm. I don't even know like where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me start off by saying, excuse me. Um, Thank you so much for like sharing that. And I think like all of my sinuses are like going crazy because I was like holding back tears because just like the vulnerability of that was just like so real. It's like, oh my God. Like we don't really know what forgiveness does for us until we Mm -hmm. do forgive. And I don't know about you, but were there many times in the past throughout those 40 years when you said, okay, dad, I'm going to try to forgive you? Or so was there... it the first time that you actually?
1: This was absolutely not the first time for yeah. my dad and or for my husband. Um, like I said, my husband and I have been together on and off for over 20 years. So we have been through a lot of things. And getting past those things I would I thought or I felt that I forgave them but what I've come to realize is forgive you forgiving is a process mm-hmm. and it takes more than one time to forgive and I love the movie The Shack have you ever seen a movie The Shack
0: I feel like I have but I'm not really I'm not good
1: with movies <laughs> so okay, even if so I haven't I remember I I try to find God in everything I watch, everything I see, whatever. And not because I'm some religious person or or this very spiritual person. I just have a relationship with God and right. I look for him every day. Right. However, in the movie, The Shack, there's this scene where... I don't want to tell the movie if you haven't seen it, but I need you to watch it, (laughs) where he, where God teaches the guy that he has to forgive. And he said to him, you have to do it over and over again. So the guy kept saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. Not talking to God, but to the the situation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give too much, but to the situation. And I was like, huh, okay. So as I started to do that, a few years ago, I walked through a, a forgiving process at church. And it felt good. Like I released some stuff and but I didn't know that after that I would still feel the things that I feel. I thought you know it was a magic pill you say it and it's done it's over and it's not forgiveness is not that it's something that you have to work toward it's something that you have it's not effortless it's definitely not effortless
0: that's good you
1: have to forgive intentionally hmm. and when i say intentionally you have to have the mindset that i forgive you i'm not going to hold this over your head like I forgive you I'm not gonna keep bringing it up I'm not gonna let it hold me down I'm not because when we hold on to unforgiveness we stop growing and that was the eye-opening part for me because I wasn't growing anymore but I couldn't grow in new things because I was holding on to old things So once I released those old things the new things start to come inside and I was only giving it a little bit of capacity because I was saying, I forgive you. I forgive. I was saying it out of my mouth, but I wasn't meaning it out of my heart. So when I start meaning it out of my heart, first of all, I had to convince myself that I forgive them because, you know, when you're angry or somebody hurts you or whatever, like you want to hold on to that, not necessarily saying that it's a grudge. But it's just like, no, I'm not letting you get that close to me anymore because I can't trust you for sure or I can't allow you to do the same thing to me that you've done before. So I'm just going to hold you over there like we're not. No, we're not doing that. But that's not God and that's not love. And God is love. So that was one of the hardest things I had to do was to forgive when I wasn't ready. But it definitely was necessary because in these last, I think it's been about three weeks since that happened, maybe two weeks since that happened, I feel so much lighter. Like, literally, I feel lighter. And you don't realize how heavy that stuff is when you're carrying it because you're used to the weight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. It's so funny because even me and you were saying that when we were talking And I was telling you, I was like, I've always had it in my mind that forgiveness was linear, but it's not, it's like up and down. And I did not know Mm -hmm. that until I was placed in a position where I was like, oh my God, what did I forgive you? (laughs) And that actually happened recently. Um, When it came to my ex, I received a text message. Basically, this person is doing well. And they felt like it was necessary for them to reach out to me and um, com- like, tell me, thank you. So I got a whole bunch of thank yous. Oh, thank you for this. If it had not been for you, I wouldn't have been able to accomplish this and that and the third. And I'm like, okay. And because, and like, it should have been one of those things where I was like, okay, thank you for recognizing the role I played in your life. But instead I was angry Cause I'm like, you keep telling me thank you, but I'm not getting any acknowledgement for how you treated me. Like, when are you going to be like, Tabitha, I was wrong. Instead, I was asked to give you a clean slate. What does the clean slate do for me? Like, how does that help me? It does
1: a lot for you because, and I'm glad you said that because forgiving without a sorry, (sighs) that was (sighs) me. I didn't get a sorry. I didn't get a sorry I left you. I didn't get a sorry I abandoned you. I didn't get a sorry I didn't make you a daddy's little girl. I didn't get a sorry I didn't come to your graduations. I didn't get a sorry I cheated on you. I didn't get a sorry I belittled you. I didn't get a sorry. You know, like I did not get a sorry. And that was my conversation with God. Like, why got to forgive them when they hurt me? Like, they didn't even say they were sorry. And he told me, he said, forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. And like I said a couple minutes ago, when I truly forgave, I got lighter. I got lighter. And hurt, hurt will definitely keep you in a place where you don't want to let anybody in. Hurt will keep you in a place where... You mask, and we're good at putting on masks. My favorite one is the I'm okay mask <laughs> when I'm not okay. Yeah. And and walking through this forgiveness, because I'm walking through this forgiveness. I haven't walked through the forgiveness. I'm walking through because again, it's a process. Yeah. And you have to want to let go because holding on to it. Keeps you right in the place where it happened.
0: That's good. That's so good. I mean, it's true. (laughs) It's so true. I mean, and I mean, as annoying as it is, like, we didn't come up with this topic, like, with it was just not random, but this topic was specifically for you. But it's interesting, like, how I always think these things will help our listeners, my listeners, but really, you know, here I am really needing it because. Like I said, I thought I had forgiven, I thought I had forgiven him. I thought I had already walked through that, but just like, that was like, well, Deb, did you really, because this is bothering you and you're right. It's keeping me from
1: looking uh, forward.
0: Yeah. And allowing myself to be vulnerable with other people again. again. It's like, no, 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 you can't get close because that last person got close. And so Mm -hmm. you're going to do the same thing that last person did. And it's like, that's not realistic. You can't Mm clump all people together, and you're right. Forgiveness should be unilateral. At least that's what it was when Christ died on the cross. It was unilateral. We never asked for forgiveness before He died on the cross. He died on the cross first. He forgave us first, and that's what it should be. I feel like we walk around all the time just wanting people to acknowledge how we feel. And I feel like to a certain extent, that's okay. Like, especially if it's just a growing thing, you should be acknowledging, especially if we're trying to move right. forward. But if it's at a point where this person is at this point never gonna acknowledge it, what are you holding on to? Just like you said, wait. Mm-hmm. And it is heavy. Like you feel it and all up in your chest and everything.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I don't think that people don't want to acknowledge. I think they don't know how to acknowledge. Hmm. They don't hmm. know how to say, I'm sorry for hurting you. Hmm. They don't to say, I'm sorry, but they don't know how to say what they're sorry for. And hmm. as a kindergarten teacher, oh um, I don't make my kids say, I'm sorry. I have them to say, I apologize for kicking you while we were in line or I apologize for pinching you because I need them to understand what they did. And I need the person to understand what they're apologizing for. Hmm. Because when people grow up like in our generation and you say, I'm sorry, it's just blanket. You're sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: What that mean. But if you say, I'm sorry for breaking your heart, then I know what you're sorry for. I'm sorry for stealing your car. I know what you're sorry for. And just say, instead of saying, I'm sorry. Because if you acknowledge what you're sorry for, then I know you really thought about what you did.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: And you can forgive better with an apology, but it's harder to forgive without one.
0: It definitely is.
1: It takes a strong set of people to do that. And I think we're all strong sets of people just in our timing um definitely can't do it alone for sure do you like, feel like I God... saw the go ahead
0: oh I was gonna say like you said um it takes time and I said I was gonna say like do you feel like God kind of prepares you like to get to a point where you can start to forgive
1: I think God definitely prepares us for forgiving um but I also know that God doesn't mess with free will so I think he starts to prepare us the minute that we're hurt. Wow. But okay, it's up Shui. to us.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's up yeah. to us to decide like when we're gonna let him reign over our feelings. Faith over fear. Because we have a fear of forgiving. Oh, There's yeah. a fear. Because if I forgive them, then they're gonna think that they can XYZ. Or if I forgive them, then the next person's going to come along and think that, well, if they got away with it, then they can get away with it. And if I forgive them, it's all a battle within ourselves. Got a feel of the mind, baby. When I read that book by Joyce Myers, it opened up a lot for me. So God prepares us the minute it happens. But remember, he's a gentleman. He doesn't mess with free will. He'll talk to you about it. He will if you're ready. <laughs> he's not going to push you. Yeah. He's not going to push you. He just knew that it was necessary for me, even though I wasn't ready, but where I'm going and where he's taking me, I can't hold on to that kind of bondage.
0: No, 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 because there's going to be other. And one thing I love about life as annoying as it is, if you don't, absolutely, a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you don't address this now there's going to mm-hmm. be there's still going to be something else that you're going to have to address that's even t- not stronger but more difficult than that so you right. need to get through this in order for you to get through what's coming next and of course what's coming next is because you're going to be in a higher place in a better position and you got
1: to deal with that you, you gotta- know one thing i realized from what you said just now it's a test Hmm. and until you pass that test you're going to keep taking that same test so rather your first boyfriend hurt you and your second boyfriend hurt you and your third boyfriend hurt you but when you go back and you think about it it's all the same hurt because you attract that hurt
0: Hmm.
1: you attract those things that we're most vulnerable to like me my hurt came from childhood daddy issues Mm -hmm. and when I sit back and I think about it there's so many connections and there's so many links to all the hurt that I endured not only from my husband because he's not the only man that's ever been in my life but there are things that you endure from our childhood stuff that we're holding on to. Yeah. And and it's so important to go back and see where it stems from.
0: Yeah. It is. It's very yeah. important. I mean, you can't
1: <laughs>
0: you can't treat what you don't know.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so, yeah, it's, Absolutely. Going, it's going to continuously be an issue
1: Mm -hmm. and I didn't know I had daddy issues to the extent that I had daddy issues until I started in a healing counseling yeah this black girl go to counseling
0: (laughs) I see a therapist all the time I advocate for therapy all the time so yes Yes. I love it. it
1: yeah we have to we have to normalize that because in our culture it's not normal
0: Mm -mm. You're crazy
1: or something's wrong with you. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So once walking through inner healing counseling with my counselor, um, there was so many things that was uncovered that I wasn't ready for. Yeah. And one thing is called, or she calls it um, taking back your pieces. Hmm. And I go to um, Dr. D. Reed taking back your pieces. And I was like, huh? And she explained to me about it. Um, It was, it was everything. And I think that was the beginning of the heart process of forgiveness. And that was taking back my pieces. Because just think, when they have all your, when you are holding on to unforgiveness, you literally give them pieces. That's the piece of you that they're holding on to. You got to take that back. It doesn't belong you. got to take him. that back from him. Yeah. You got to take that back from it. her. Yeah. And that's why it makes sense that healing is for you. It's not for them. Because they're holding on to your pieces. <sighs> it's
0: annoying. <laughs> so annoying.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's so
0: annoying. It's so annoying. Um, but thank you so much for sharing that um i don't want to make the episode too too long um but i'm gonna go ahead and pray us out i'll be praying for all of those who struggle with unforgiveness and if that's you like this message was for you (laughs) just divinely ordered for you because people don't deserve pieces of you you have to claim that back. You have to claim your joy back, your peace back.
1: And it belongs to you. Yeah, it does. It belongs belong to, you. to you.
0: Did you yeah. want to pray, Shay? Or you want to
1: leave this to me? I can pray us out.
0: Yay! Okay, awesome.
1: Because <laughs> we're doing life together.
0: <laughs> I love that. Thank you.
1: Most gracious and heavenly Father. Father God, I come to you, Lord God, as humble as I know how. Lord, I just come to you thanking you. I thank you for the process of forgiveness, Lord God. I thank you for walking through forgiveness with us, Lord. I thank you for each and every person that's listening to this podcast, Father God. I pray that you speak to them and walk through walk through healing with them, Lord God, for you are the only one that can help us through this. Lord, I just thank you for Tabitha and this opportunity to be vulnerable because you know that's an issue for me. But I thank you in advance for everything that you're doing, everything that you've done, and everything that you're going to do through and for Tabitha, through and for all of her listeners, Lord God. I just hope that at least one person mm-hmm. can walk through healing. Healing, I'm sorry, Lord God. One person can walk through healing. One person can walk through forgiveness. One person can take their pieces back, God, because they belong to us. And you said forgiveness for us. Lord, I just pray strength over each and every person, Lord God. I pray that they do it because it's necessary, even if they're not ready. Mm -hmm. Lord, and I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. That was amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much, Shay.
1: I am about praying out loud.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And you guys know it doesn't rain always, but it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain.
1: Yes.